0: Visit patreon.com forward slash homemaker chic podcast and become a patron of the show. Our patrons are special people who are invested in our message as we rescue the art of homemaking from the daily grind. You will receive digital versions of each of our cookbooks and fangirl patrons get special video access to each episode. Thank you so much to our patrons. We can't do it without you. Become a patron at patreon.com forward slash Podcast, and now, let's rock this show. Welcome to Homemaker Chic Podcast. Happy Monday, everyone. I am Angela Reed, found at parisianfarmgirl.com, and my best friend and co-host of this three-year-old podcast is Shay Elliott of the ElliotHomestead.com. Together, we sit down at this microphone once a week and join you while you're folding laundry or taking care of small children or elderly parents, washing dishes, maybe you're working out, and we are here to help you rescue the art of homemaking from the daily grind. Uh, Our little motto is with red lips and no jumpers. Um, We are sporting neither of those (laughs) this morning.
1: I have Blushing Bride on, so... I was going to say, you have something <laughs> yes. on.
0: I have makeup on and some lovely lip balm that I got in Paris, but no lipstick. There you go. And a 28-year-old Mickey Mouse sweatshirt. That is my pride. Still still joy. repping it. I love this sweatshirt. <laughs> I'm not kidding. It is 28 years old,
1: so... Well, I am wearing Blushing Top Rides of the morning. by uh, Tubes & Co. <laughs> and it's a perfect time to say thank you to Tubes & Co. for sponsoring this season. I can't remember which season it is. They're very smeary in my mind. But here we are. I think it's 16. 16. Um, we want you to go shopping at Tubes & This is a very small family-owned business. And Emily has just done incredible work creating and packaging beautiful, clean skincare. I was cleaning my kids' bathroom the other day. This is like our upstairs bathroom. And mm-hmm. Georgia had taken my sea um, buckthorn cleansing oil from Toops & Co. She'd taken a new bar of charcoal soap that I had stashed away in my cupboard. Uh-oh. And Uh-oh. she had um, – My lip gloss, I can't remember which color it was, but it was one of the lighter, like wandy ones that Emily carries. Sure. And she had like her full on little skincare stash all strewn about. And I was like, you need to clean this up. But I just felt (laughs) super grateful that Emily has done this work. She offers these clean products to the world. The ingredients are so good. So high quality, organic. She just knocks it out of the park. So visit toopsandco.com. Use the code Homemaker Chic ten for ten percent off of your purchase. <laughs> you got this, Shea. Thank you, Homemaker You guys, Shea were actually 10. recording this on Monday morning, and I'm it's only very early where a Shea is. My first cup of coffee.
0: Oh, I wish I could say the same. Yeah. So, uh, uh, somebody was asking me in Paris one of my guests uh, why I'm so like crazy about skincare. And that sea buckthorn, by the way, like, I could just have a vat of that. I would bathe in that. Yeah. And just get out and just pat off. But I said, look, like, I am. I'm I'm obsessed with skincare, with taking care of my skin. It's, like, something I actually really enjoy. I know you've seen me do it where I just sit in my bed. And, yeah. Yeah. Um, but it's the outfit you wear every day. Okay. Yeah. A lot of people, they, like, you know, they are really worried about what laundry detergent they're buying and their washing machine or dry cleaning of their clothes. They take better care of a garment that's only going to last well maybe not 28 years like my mickey mouse sweatshirt but you know a garment that's not going to last forever and um the skin is the outfit you wear every day so yeah
1: take care of it it's true tubes coupon code homemaker chic 10 um and we're so grateful for tubes and co because we get to sit here and chat with you for the how many hours will we record this season We sit down. Oh, gosh. 15 times. Like an hour?
0: We sit down 10 times, probably. I think think we average an hour and 20. Okay, Okay, I I fixed my mic. Is that better? Yes. Yeah. Hello.
1: Good morning. Monday morning. Good morning. (laughs) The first uh, season, both of us had mic issues of Homemaker Chic. Angela was talking to the back of her mic. So I just texted her. I said, I think you're on your computer, Mike. (laughs) Fixed. Where's the tech crew when you need them? Gosh, right? I'm super <laughs>
0: distracted because apparently we're like barely breaking 45 degrees around here still, but apparently it's warm enough for the house, house flies to come back oh, to yeah. life
1: because there's like
0: three horse flies in my window, like grossing me out right now. Oh, Yuck. Man.
1: Well, here we are Monday morning, ladies and gentlemen. How are you? <laughs> How was everyone's I'm- weekend? <laughs>
0: like a blur um we're still kind of sicky around here it just keeps cycling oh bugger! get better get sick it's a it is a bugger my kids are kind of mad about it what is going on um but yeah i don't i don't remember the weekend i remember church <laughs> i don't really remember much of anything else it's like a smear um actually this is what i want to talk about today so this is something we're doing right now in the house do you guys do like you ever just sort of pause things and do the once around like as far as just you know your house it takes a beating and you have to go back and you have to paint the casing and fix the tile that came loose or you know like just you can't even just keep going with the projects or whatever you have to stop and kind of go back and fix everything that you've done.
1: I find that so frustrating. I'm like, I did I you know, once. I, know. I bought I sheets did you. once. I cleaned my toilet right. once. How dare you?
0: <laughs> how dare you?
1: But, oh, yeah, I know exactly what you're talking about. And it's a challenge because how do you balance daily life? I think of those like as maintenance, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, like somebody yep. kicked the baseboard loose and now you got to go and tack it back down. And <laughs> not that that's ever happened instead of just propping it up for three yeah, years exactly yeah. sorry this is my video's blurry but i have really low lighting still here it's very early it's um
0: yeah i said to joel i said he's like well you know make make your list and what let's figure out what our priorities are and um one of the things i said i said Well, like the, the hello the casing in this kitchen where that where the cat like walks by and Mm, oh, makes out with the, <laughs> you know, it's like this brown sludge <laughs> on either side at about cat level. Like, that is so disgusting. I said, Well, you can do the, put the casing on your, he's like, I just did that last year. Yeah. And like, how many boxes? And, you know, it's just all nicked mm-hmm. and you can just see like the cat and human child level mm-hmm. grime. <laughs> you know? What
1: I love though is when those projects don't, take a long time so you can mm-hmm. go through um I have these really beautiful little ceramic lights like I've one over my sink. I don't have a hood vent. Things get greasy. I'm really aware of it. I mean, I clean my kitchen and it's fine. It's not a big deal. But like mm-hmm. the chain that connects this light to the ceiling, Ew. it gets cobwebby and it gets funky.
0: Big, Stuff yeah. gets
1: funky. Yeah, yeah. When you actually live in your house turns out, it gets really dirty. Um, So that's not something that I do every week when I clean the kitchen, right? But like every once in a while, okay, yeah, I'm going to get up there. I'm going to scrub this chain. I'm going to dust the light bulb. And like while I'm up here, I'll just get these cobwebs right along the top of the kitchen. And it's so pleasurable, you know, when it's like fixing a light bulb or it's washing a rug that needs to be washed or, yeah, fixing just one little loose tile or taking stuff out of your pantry and like wiping it off or fixing the loose board or it's so Mm -hmm. enjoyable because usually it's not, you don't have the headaches of the big projects. You don't have the expense of the big projects. Right. But you get the satisfaction of, Hey, that was really bugging me and now it's fixed.
0: (laughs) Seriously. And if, you know, for me, I mean, I can get confession, like pretty malcontent when I look around in the, the list is just never ending of i just want to finish the house like before i'm 70 mm-hmm. you know we bought this house we knew we were gonna redo the whole thing but wait wait, wait. About- you know what
1: all of our listeners are gonna say right now What's they're all that? like but angela you told us that there's no finish line i know Blah blah, 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 blah. <laughs> that doesn't mean she doesn't want there to be a finish line
0: <laughs> no like i'm fine with Thinking, you know, when it's all done, going, oh, you know what? I want to change uh, this paint color or whatever. But it like the projects where like insulation is showing and there's plywood constantly propped up against the side of my house yeah. that needs to get brought in, you know, just mm-hmm. yeah. Um, but going and doing like all those little things kind of soothes the nerves. It does. It <laughs> just yeah. sort of smooths things out so you're not like,
1: <laughs> it does. I mean, a couple of seasons ago here on the podcast, if you guys remember this, we did a whole season called Make Your Bed. Yeah. And it was about just making your bed. And this morning we got up, we're recording this podcast really early. I have a very busy day. I said to Stu, if we can just get through the next three days, (laughs) we'll make it. But we got to like, we're going to sprint for three days. And that happens sometimes in life. But I said to yeah. myself, make your bed because I wanted to skip mm-hmm. over it. It wasn't crazy essential, right? I could have just left it alone and saved myself that two minutes. But it's those small things that make you feel like your life isn't coming off the rails. For real. Because a lot of yeah. the projects like you have going in your house or I have, they're, they're not fast fixes, some of them no. are complicated. Right. And so you do what you can when you can with what you've got. Mm-hmm. And that's really satisfying. It might not be perfect, but I did it. My bed's
0: made. <laughs> Mine <laughs> is
1: not. Uh, it is
0: dressed in American blossom linen, <laughs> though. So I slept so it last night. So it looks good when it's all torn apart. So to it looks- naked it looks good it's got that sexy messy linen sheets look going on oh that's what we're going for okay <laughs> yeah, that's what we're going for that that european just relax the sexy make...
1: tossed linen look
0: i can't do that have you ever tried to do that sort of like look that you see in photographs sometimes where it's just especially with the like the linen you know the duvet or whatever mm-hmm. and the sheets and I try to like have that I've tried to style my bed that way. I am way too type A for that. Mm-hmm. It is not working for me. I'm like I get a kid on each side. Boom! Yeah. you know, make, make the sheets tight as you can. Yep. That's how um, I make friends. mine. It's
1: like super structured, but then I have like this sweet little right. wool throw blanket. And I'm like, look how look how loose and easygoing I am. And I just <laughs> toss it on the corner. Look, like, how, see, look
0: how laid back see, I'm I am. Super I laid back. Throw this. I don't control
1: anything. Hyperfixation is fun. <laughs> you probably could tell a lot from a person by the way they make their bed. <laughs> Yikes. Or don't.
0: Okay, I got to give their website though. Um, AmericanBlossomLinens.com. Use the coupon code HomeMakerChic20 for 20% off. And then replacing those sheets will be something that you don't have to do on that yeah. list of never home things that are falling apart because... As they are so sturdy. Yeah.
1: But you know, we always say, you guys, when when we're talking to ourselves in a non-arrogant mm-hmm. way. We're not just talking to hear ourselves talk, but just despite what you think. <laughs> it is a non-arrogant <laughs> way. I mean, we this is this is just how this podcast works. Like we're just friends and mm-hmm. we just talk through ideas and we are changed. By the content of the podcast right so like mm-hmm. me telling myself yep. this morning you need to make your bed you know you need to make right. your bed i could hear my voice angela's voice in my head make your bed just make, make your bed, bed. <laughs> um but over the, so we've been doing this podcast now for over three years three mm-hmm. tumultuous years mind you <laughs> where <laughs> the home took such a crazy turn of events during COVID. so when we started this podcast it was the week that the united states shut down and mm-hmm. we didn't know that was going to happen because neither of us really pay that much attention and we're just like oh, that's well
0: we were going to launch like four or five weeks later we're like oh let's record some episodes and get them stacked up mm, i don't remember that yeah yeah and uh we were supposed to go on a trip, and it got canceled. And we were kind of looking at everything melting down. That's right. And said to each other on the phone, like, if people are stuck at home, maybe we should just drop this now and just kind of do it by the seat of our pants. And we've been doing it by the seat of our <laughs> pants ever it's since. True, then. it's true. <laughs> you know?
1: um, so, in the course of that that time, the show, the time the show's mm-hmm. been running, right, we've seen the home go from being this almost like. Uh, shackle right like oh i can't be bound by home there's a whole wide world to explore yeah to then becoming the refuge where people found themselves Mm -hmm. to then sort of becoming like the safe place where people could come in and go out right i mean we've just seen it we've just seen it change so much we've talked about it so much we've meditated about it so much like do you find yourself now three years later a Mm -hmm. way different homemaker than you found yourself three years ago. I mean, when we started this, our babies were four. Now there's seven. That's a huge difference in kid, mm-hmm. in kid time. Huge. Mm-hmm. And I just think, you know, you're looking around, you're seeing the small projects. Like, I find that so incredibly rewarding and pleasurable.
0: Mm-hmm. Um, I'm way more disciplined, and I would have fancied myself disciplined three years ago. But you know, we've talked on this. You are like we've said like the uh, Calgary is not coming. Calgary, Calvary. We don't- <laughs> people tease us because we get it wrong all the time when well, we're like we say speaking Calvary really fast versus cal- Calvary. Calvary <laughs> came, thank goodness. Cavalry. <laughs>
1: Calgary is that like a city That's in Canada amazing. or something? <laughs> Calgary is not coming. Which
0: one is connected to General Custard? Okay,
1: cavalry. How, how do you say that word? <laughs> how do you how you say?
0: <laughs> uh. Here's a new word. Anamoya, which means the nostalgia for a time you've never lived in. Visit Anamoya Jewels on Instagram or at anamoyajewels.com for vintage and estate jewelry from the Victorian era, the Art Nouveau movement, and more. And use the coupon code HOMEMAKER chic at checkout for 10% off. It's spring, so why not treat yourself to a beautiful piece of estate jewelry? New items are added daily over on Instagram, so you are sure to find something you love. Maybe even the perfect piece for this upcoming Mother's Day. Anamoya Jewels and their beautiful estate pieces are new to the Homemaker Chic podcast sponsor family, so visit them on Insta, make them feel welcome. Installment payments are available and 10% off any treasure you find with the coupon code Homemaker Chic at checkout. Visit Anamoya Jewels, that's A N E M O
1: I A. If you'd like to get premium organic cotton heirloom quality sheets at 20% off, we want to encourage you to visit AmericanBlossomLinens.com forward slash Homemaker Chic 20. Homemaker Chic listeners know that the linens Angela and I both use in our homes are American Blossom linens, and we invite you to do the same. This is a wonderful and simple way to set the mood of a clean, thoughtful, intentionally put together home and bedroom. These dye-free sheets and linens are a beautiful way to dress your bed in something sustainable, high quality, and really beautiful. Yes, American Blossom Linens is a small business. They're American grown and made, and yes, they're made with organic cotton and sewn with a smooth, soft weave, and made to last. Whether you're looking for crisp linen sheets that fit snugly around the corners of your mattress or plush and soft towels for your bathroom, blankets, or even duvet covers, you can shop all of American Blossom Linens' available products at AmericanBlossomLinens.com forward slash HomemakerChic20. Yeah, okay.
0: <laughs> so anyways, um, just knowing like, like nobody's coming to bail me out. You know, I actually have to make the bed in the morning. I actually, yeah, I have to do the things. And it's just funny because I I would have said I am doing the things, but I'm, but all that to say is three years later, I'm, I'm way more disciplined about it. Yeah. Um, and I think it's, I think like the, the choose your hard season really spoke to me. I mean, that's like a, a mantra. I never used those words before, but that's. Those are conversations I would have with friends and family, like, look, something's going to be tough. Mm-hmm. There's always going to be something tough, whether it's, you know, showing self-control at a meal or not being able to zip your jeans. One of those two things is the, which one is going to be the tougher for you? You know, that, that whole, and so that choose your hard season we did, I think, really got in my mind. Mm-hmm. And I say that to myself, like, often, mm-hmm. look, there's no escaping this, you know, mm-hmm. Um But yeah, I would say like three years later, I'm way more disciplined. What are the, I mean, is there anything else like making your, having a made bed, for example? You know, you and I, we like, we get up and we put our makeup on Mm -hmm. in the mornings. Most mornings I wear makeup Um, or at least look presentable, Mm -hmm. you know, mildly presentable. Um, Is there anything else that like really makes it so you feel like you can proceed? Mm Mm-hmm. Like when all hell is breaking Mm -hmm. loose or or you have a really busy week. Yeah. Is there anything else in your like sort of routine or homemaking that does that for
1: you? Um, I'm pretty – two things. I'm pretty aggressively strict on my laundry schedule. So flashback three years ago, I had a washing machine Mm -hmm. that was draining into my basement. I had a dryer that I would have to run on four or five different cycles to get it to actually dry the clothes um and it was a disaster i mean it was just i was a mess i don't know why it took me so many years into my married mothering life to get a handle on laundry because i the where i am now it's like i i'm like this isn't that hard for me anymore and it was hard right for a really long time and i don't know if it was baby season or I don't know. I don't know what it was. Was it discipline? Because it does take discipline to not just keep rewashing the load in the washer six times as it gets skunkier and skunkier because you forget to move it to Mm -hmm. the dryer. Mm -hmm. So I have my laundry set up now where Juliet's laundry gets washed on Monday. The boys gets washed on Tuesday. George's gets washed on Wednesday and ours gets washed on Thursday. And then usually each of those days, there's a load of towels, there's a load of sheets, there's tablecloths. So it's usually about two loads for every working day. That's what our family uses on average. So when I am on top of laundry, things feel possible because that affects, do I have clean regs to put my dishes on when they're drying? Do I have clothes to put on in the morning. When mm-hmm. you get up and you can't find anything to wear, or you have your idea of of what you're gonna wear and it's in the dirty clothes, like that derails you straight out of the gate. Mm-hmm. Straight out of the gate. So do you ever remember the cleaning? Um, it was like a cleaning club called the Fly Lady. Um no. I feel like I think the fly no, I lady feel like implemented the she cleaning system. Okay. okay. This is fun. Let's go I down like this I rabbit trail. I remember her from like, oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Ago. So this was okay, like, okay. Super early 2000s, I would say. I'm guessing. My mom introduced okay. me to it. Okay. Okay. I can't even remember what the she cleaning system stands for. but I'm going to find out. So keep okay. Talking. So how it works is you go through your house, and this bit takes a while. You go through your house with a pen and paper and you write down every single thing in every single room that has to be done. So every week, for example, if I'm standing in my bedroom, every week I write down change sheets, vacuum floors, dust chandeliers, wipe off windows, do laundry. Mm-hmm. I mean, you just make a full complete list and then monthly um, move rugs around and vacuum underneath them check under the bed for spare socks, whatever those tasks mm-hmm. are, okay? Then you make a little index card for each task. And weekly has a color, monthly has a color, even yearly, blow out sprinkler pipes, clean out gutters, like any task mm-hmm. you can think of in your home from cleaning out the fridge to ironing clothes to washing curtains, whatever. Then you put yep. them. In this bloody, satisfying little plastic box, okay? And Shay, no, I'm not done yet. I'm sorry. You have to just let me. I know. pleasure land right now. Go for it. So in your plastic (laughs) box, you have all these index cards with all these tasks, okay? And you have a little tab, January, February, March, blah, blah, blah. And then you have weekly tabs, Monday, Tuesday, Mm -hmm. Wednesday, blah, blah. So then you distribute the card. So behind Monday, Monday, let's say, is my living room day. So I put behind the weekly tasks that need to be done in the living room or wherever. However, you divide up your tasks throughout the week. You place the cards appropriately behind the day. Then you take the monthly cards from, OK, it's May now. So I grab all the monthly cards for May and I distribute them throughout the week as well. However, that. Does that make sense? That distribution part. So, you oh, I didn't think that you put. I didn't think you put the monthly ones. Oh, that's in the how book. I. Maybe you don't. That's how I did it. Okay. Um, okay, okay. And then say once it's completed, then you move it six months further. So, if we're in May mm-hmm. now, right? Then you'd put it to the next. This was how I got introduced to keeping a home when I got married. My mom introduced okay. me to this, and I just felt like I could conquer the world. Mm -hmm. I felt so organized. I felt so on top of it. And what I loved about it was you didn't have to think, oh, what has to be done? Everything was accounted for from watering Mm -hmm. plants to cleaning out the refrigerator. Like you had accounted for it all in that initial step. So all you had to do was show up and do whatever cards were behind your daily task thing, period. And you didn't waste energy thinking, oh, yeah, but I need to iron clothes. Okay, well, I know I do. And that's on Thursday.
0: That will, yeah, that's what I was going to say. It kind of keeps you from like someone like me who's like, Ah, right. What am I going to, I'm going to kill today. It's funny. This is cracking me up because I was raised on this. My mom and my aunt this is it's it's not the fly lady it's side well Well, maybe it's sidetracked home sidetracked home executive sidetracked home executive in the sheet it was a book in the 80s okay okay and my mom and my and hers and my aunt got all into it i can see the little box on our kitchen counter and my mom would be like it's so satisfying (laughs) it's just so funny And when I Googled it, like, here, you have blogged about it. I did. 2012. 2012, y'all. Yeah. She revisited. Shay Elliott. I used to say if my house was
1: burning down, my she box is what I would grab. (laughs) (laughs) I'm I'm not kidding. You know what? It makes me want to redo it because I'll tell you now, like, I spend a lot of mental energy running circles around myself, um, which is why something like laundry, instead of just being like, I have to do laundry, which is very broad. And there's nothing to check off Beg. the list when you're just like, I need to do laundry. OK, I need to do Juliet's laundry. Boom. Check that off the list. You know, mm-hmm. it gives you these like small bite size. And, you know, if nothing else comes from this podcast, I want homemakers to leave knowing there are pleasure points throughout your homemaking day. It is a Absolutely. pleasure point it's to clean a room and just then mop all drudgery. the floor. And you get to stand back and light a candle or put out fresh flowers. That's a beautiful moment. Right, 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 right. Um. So you asked, the initial question was like, what are the things you do that make you feel like the wheels aren't falling off? So mm-hmm. laundry is one of those things because – Okay. And I'm ruthless. Like I've gotten ruthless with my boys. They're farm boys. But like I tell them like – you don't have to wear jeans with holes. I can buy you new jeans, okay? Like, I'm all for your little scruffy, dirty t-shirt car heart look. I love it. Right, right, right. But there's a difference between that and...
0: And homeless. Yeah. <laughs> Somebody, I won't say who, but I had a child. We were on our way to our, like, we go to this music jam session once a week. And on our way down to the jam session, pants just blown out at the kneecap. I was like... I work too bleeping hard <laughs> for you to go out representing like that. Get upstairs <laughs> and put on those brand new camo pants. because, yeah. like we are not doing I this. Know. So I go. <laughs> if through you want to go lawn... clean out the barn? Yeah, like Yeah. Exactly. Fine.
1: Exactly. Yeah. Public is a different issue. Right. So I take stuff out. It's my time to like sort through socks and sort through jeans. Mm-hmm. I just pull them out, throw them away.
0: Oh, I'm a, like a, a crazy yeah. person with this. The minute the the sock even looks like it's gonna <laughs> bust a hole, <laughs> boop.
1: The other area that I just have learned, you have to work double hard to keep in line, to keep the wheels on, is the kitchen. Mm. So, I do have a chalkboard in my kitchen. We talked about this last week. I do write down the meals for the kids of mine that feel like they need to know all this stuff. But when I again. You're, it's not that I can't think of something for dinner on a whim, but it takes a lot of mental energy. So when you layer tasks yeah, it's all the- day long that you have to solve mentally, it's not that you can't do it. It's just takes a lot of energy. One more thing. <laughs> it's just one more thing. It's one more thing. What cleaning tasks are the most pertinent? Like, what do I have to do today? What laundry, yeah. like, who has the least amount of laundry? So what, whose laundry should I do or what laundry should, I, oh, we're totally out of towels now and somebody's getting out of the shower and drying off with a dishcloth because we don't have any towels. I don't like to get to that point.
0: Yeah. I mean, it happens. It but does. It's not fun. It's not sexy. <laughs> not sexy at all. Um, well, I mean, think about the name of the system, Sidetracked Home Executive. Mm-hmm. I mean, because keeping a home is huge. And it gets Huger. and it is really, <laughs> it really is easy to just look around and be like, I don't know what to do first. Mm-hmm. And I I like the idea because um you know if you if you do take like a, a work inventory or a management inventory, which would take some time to go through and go, okay, it does take. Time. What are all the tasks? All the tasks from shaking the drapes out to dusting off the lampshades, vacuuming the window sills, mm-hmm.
1: even things like, like freshening go... up baseboard paint. Like, I would put that, like, on a yearly list Mm -hmm. for a bathroom or Mm -hmm. something so that it comes up in your cycle.
0: Yeah. Mm -hmm. When you do that, you know, and then if you're, like, overzealous, you know, even on the weekly level, you can think, well, Monday's the day I'm going to kill it. And, you know, like, come 1145, you realize this is not going to happen. And it makes you feel bad. Mm -hmm. (laughs) But if you pace it throughout the week, you know. Mm -hmm. Then you
1: just give yourself a break. Yeah. It's just the mental. If you're mm-hmm. ladies, if you're having a hard time feeling like you're in control of those aspects of your home from, you know, stocking your refrigerator to cleaning things out to launch to just like the the monotonous, even like getting your car washed. I used to put all kinds of stuff on my sheet cards just like a, hey, remember to do this. Remember to do clean mm-hmm. out your car. Just take a trash bag out. Clean it out. Go run it through the car wash. Okay, well, that's 20 minutes. Like, let's just do it. And then it's done. And then all of a sudden you're like, I am conquering the world. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and those are the kind of things that that keep you from feeling like the wheels falling off. Or keep you from having to dig yourself out of a really deep trench. For example. <laughs> yeah. Angela and I both have walk-in. I call them cold room. I don't know what you call yours. Mm-hmm. They're like a cold room. Cooler. Okay. Yeah. It's foam. Mm-hmm. It's an air conditioning unit, all jimmy rigged to, to run cool. Um, mm-hmm. And I went down a couple of days ago and just spent, I was like, just give it 15 minutes. I didn't have a lot of time. I had a dirty kitchen I needed to clean up. I said, just give it 15 minutes, comb through. Pull out any leftovers that need to be tossed away. Pull out any produce that's gone off. Like, organize Mm -hmm. stuff on the shelves. I have a little dairy shelf. I have a produce shelf. I have a pickles shelf. You know, just make sure everything got put back accordingly. I swept through it in, in 10 minutes. It didn't even take me 15. Washed up a bunch of dishes. Got some stock going. Took out the turkey that I had in there that I didn't want to forget about and roasted it. Just a few small things. And I'll tell you, every time I've gone in there since, I'm like, you're doing it. Good job.
0: Right. Good job. And it took
1: me ten, vi- 10 minutes versus taking me an hour and a half some Saturday in the future to like dig myself out of a horrible mess. Mm-hmm. Because it's a lot harder for me to find an hour and a half than it is for me to find 10 minutes.
0: Right. Yeah. And that's like applicable everywhere <laughs> from, you know. I know what happens. I've seen mountains of laundry. <laughs> I've had mountains of laundry you know where your whole bed your whole sofa is covered in it. Yeah. Because yeah I mean I that's laundry is something like I definitely have a handle on now too. But when the kids were little little, oh my gosh I don't know what my problem was. I just didn't do it. Do you think it was like all the I little just
1: clothes like all the little teeny
0: tiny. Maybe. <laughs>
1: maybe.
0: And just like a La- washing machine in a dungeon which I know isn't isn't a good excuse but um, mm-hmm. oh yeah we would have laundry parties and I'd just turn on
2: mm-hmm.
0: a big long movie
1: <laughs> on a laptop and just go to town. See that's overwhelming though like at that point that's you're already you overwhelmed yeah. and Absolutely. It, it's taken so much mental energy for you like you see that laundry that needs to be folded right and you're like oh god I gotta do that do that that goes on for days and Mm. days and Mm -hmm. days every time you're using up capacity of your brain till you finally get to the point where you're like okay i'm just gonna do that thing Mm -hmm. and i say this as somebody who still does this i know you still do this with certain things oh gosh i just gotta do that
0: yeah um so once a week i address my closet ah because if my if my closet is a mess i can't function i um it's it's a situation that I don't like where it's half used for business and half used for my wardrobe. What do you mean, business? And like, I have a dresser in there with like paperwork and, mag- you know, old world m- magazines and ick. Mm-hmm. I hate it. I don't like the space. Um, it's like three feet deep and like 10 feet wide. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's weird. And I have just two doors and the wings go off on left and right. Mm-hmm. And you got to like get in and work your way to the side. It's just a pain. And if it gets messy, um, I can't function. So uh, about once a week, I try to go in and just make sure all my clothes are hung up. All the hangers are facing the right way. The belts are in the belt box. The scarves are in the scarf box. The shoes are lined up. Mm-hmm. The dirty laundry's off the floor because that's kind of where I keep my little laundry pile And um, if that gets away from me, I'm a hot mess. Mm -hmm. That's the morning where you're spending 45 minutes trying to find your one bra. Mm -hmm. (laughs) You know? Mm -hmm. Yeah.
1: Maybe we should go down this rabbit trail. Um, I feel the same way. I color code my closet, which sounds maybe posh, but it's not. I just know what color clothes are. So when I hang up my hangers, I do it in colors. So that way, I can just go directly. Like, oh, I want to wear that beige cardigan. <laughs> I just go to the beige uh, area. So you don't do it by clothing no. type. Nope, I do it by color.
0: Oh, that would that would make me
1: crazy.
0: <laughs> but mine is all like staggered. So I have like some of this high, some hangers are this high, and some hangers are. Well, this no, high. I mean, I
1: just have one rail, and it's like three feet wide. I have way more clothes yeah. than you do. Um, but let us that's the tra- rabbit trail I want to go down because, okay. you know, when we're talking about just getting it together and tightening it up, and I genuinely hope that people listening right now go read my blog post from 2012, the SHE organization, and make a SHE box and do it. I'm inspired to do it. I don't need it so much for daily tasks anymore. I've got a pretty good handle on that. But I could certainly mm-hmm. use it for those projects That we were just talking about. Window washing. Window washing.
0: Holy cow. I don't think my windows have been washed since we moved in. We
1: have a good friend of ours. Like all of them. Who's a window washer. And he came. Stop. Don't tell me that. He came last year. I was so desperate Uh because we have these huge windows on the second story. I can't. I mean, Stu was Mm. like, I'll get a ladder. I'm like, there is no way you are getting on a two-story ladder and trying to wash nine-foot windows. Forget it. I need you as a person. Oh, see, that's what we'll have to no. do. We have three stories. Well, he, it's going to be. Jeb came. He mm-hmm. has all this fresh, special stuff. He was done in like an hour and a half. And it was less than $200. And I'm like, done. Ooh. <laughs> right. Here you go. <laughs> Thank you for your service. Take it. <laughs> it was right. so great. But yes, like exactly like those projects we were talking about at the beginning. Mm-hmm. You know, f- I need to. Paint my kitchen ceiling. I painted it, but it's been about four years, which is a long time. How much kitchen ceiling. food is on it? Or like, we <laughs> this is so random. We had an injured quail fly into our kitchen and smack up on my ceiling. And now there's like this, sorry, blood like on my ceiling. And it's like, is that food? No, it's dried quail's blood. That's what it is. <laughs>
0: I have one right there. It's a spider. I was like, could you guys have cleaned that up? <laughs> Thank you so much for leaving it smushed on my ceiling. <laughs> um, we have a, a salsa explosion, a Cuisinart disaster, which remnants are still... What is it with me and I salsa? Know, Didn't I, I spill thinking. salsa in my nightstand last year? Um, Yeah, it's just like... Mm-hmm. I don't know if it's like mole mm-hmm. sauce. I
1: don't know. It's pretty legit, but it's up there with the bacon grease. Yep. Yeah, they're, they're just as tasks that you need to, to account for. I mean, it's just part of being in a space. It doesn't matter if you own the space mm-hmm. or if it's a rental. Wherever it is that you're living is going to take a lot of wear. And...
0: Yeah, I think I'm still sort of shocked by that. I'll I know. Show you, honestly. I think I don't know if i just have it in my mind that everyone else's house looks like a spec home and i'm the pig i just sometimes i just am shocked
1: at the wear yeah well think about it back <laughs> in the day that's vague you would be inside your house you would be inside mm-hmm. people's house people's houses that you visited I don't know how to say that mm-hmm. what am i doing learning italian i can't even speak english Stu always says don't right. use a word if you don't know what it means <laughs> um i guess my point is you would see a lot less houses and the ones that you did see would be real life houses but we're bombarded now with houses we we see inside a lot Especially you, like you follow okay, a ton I see of what designers you're and like, yeah, they're not going to show salsa on the ceiling. Half these people don't even live in their houses.
0: No, and that you are, what you're saying is, is the legit, uh, problem. Gosh, a stupid microphone. Problem, if you will, is that there are so many images of perfection. And I mean, like, you know, New York, high rise, walk up, just styled, cleaned. There's no mud room. There just there's no salsa. Mm-hmm. Yeah, just perfection. So many images of perfection. Mm-hmm. Um, and you start to just go like, "Am I just, gross? or am
1: I doing something wrong? Am
0: I doing something right. wrong?" And like, I know I, my house is pretty. I try real hard to make it pretty. It's charming. It's not perfect. Mm-hmm. I mean. You can see that mm-hmm. in the pictures. I don't wait till things are perfect to take a photograph because mm-hmm. I wouldn't take mm-hmm. it. Um, yeah, I think that's what it is. It's sort of like whatever, whether it's body image or whatever you see. If you see so many things that are perfect, then you just start to wonder, like,
1: is it me? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And worst case scenario is you actually start to resent the people that you love who live in the house with you because they are mm-hmm. getting in the way
0: of you. Of your perfection. And a nice clean house. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Which is really, really bad. I mean, it's it happens really easily. I mean, like, let's be real. No one likes to clean their kitchen and then have somebody come in and go, what's for dinner? or i need a snack or nobody likes that
1: the hair on my just like you saying that i'm like right? i just clean the kitchen yeah have a banana yeah yeah and there are certainly methods there are methods to to managing that i don't i don't like the other ditch where women tend to just let their families walk all over them because they're just like, well, I'm here to serve you. I'm here to serve you. Okay, yeah. But they also need to learn how to be a nice person to serve. A nice person. A polite Absolutely. person to serve. So yeah. when mom is finishing cleaning up the kitchen, it is nicer for them to come in and say, hey, is there anything I can help you with? Right. Instead of saying, hey, can you serve me some more? hmm And so there is... There's that balancing there, right? We don't want to go to the ditches on either side. I am certainly not a doormat for my family. Right. But, like, it is my life's work to help them. Mm -hmm. And I'll tell you, like, it's funny bringing up that blog post from 2012. I was going to talk about this earlier in the episode because when I started the blog, and I think the same is true for you. I don't want to speak for you. But Mm – I would find something like growing a tomato or the she organization system or like I got my first dehydrator from a garage sale for 50 cents and I blogged about it. I was just like this best day of my life, (laughs) right? I had so much I wanted to share. I had so much I wanted to say. And like for some reason, it felt insufficient to just say that to the people around me. And so Mm. I, you know, really worked hard at cultivating this blog and sharing all these things from gardening to cleaning systems to wood chips to, like, homemade Mm -hmm. applesauce, whatever. And I just felt the compulsion to share it. But now, 15 years later, everybody shared everything. Now the compulsion is... I just want to go to my laundry room. I want to just – I want to just be quiet with my family. I don't feel the need to be heard. I don't feel the need to say things. Mm -hmm. And now it's like, but you still have to. (laughs) Like, you have to fight that to a certain extent, right? You have to fight that to a certain extent because also – The homemaking community, we don't just need to hear from people who are starting out and saying, oh my gosh, I found this great cleaner that I love, or here's how I'm managing laundry with littles. We also need to hear from people who have a lot of experience, who have been down
0: there. Oh yeah, that are like a little bit further down, like facing back and going, it's going to be okay.
1: Keep keep walking. Right. It's going to be okay. Keep walking. Right. But, you know, you go yeah. through the process of learning something. when you're a newlywed, new kids. You know, we had a series of rental houses that I blogged from. Mm-hmm. Um, you, it's just exciting. It's like that whole cage stage oh my where you're gosh. just like, this is all new and this is all fun. And I love this. And who am I going to become as a mom? And who am I going to become as a homemaker? And who am I going to become as a wife? Like, I didn't have the answers to those questions when I started. I think i right. had been married for like a year, maybe. Mm-hmm. which is crazy to think about. Um, and I i guess i it takes the self-discipline to say, okay, yeah, now maybe those things aren't as hard for you. Maybe you know now who you are as a wife, as a mom, as a homemaker. Mm-hmm. Um, and you need to share that with the next group coming up, right? Even mm-hmm. though you don't have that same flash-in-the-pan excitement of it,
0: yeah, it's a different share, I mean, and like maybe that's what the show is. It's a, it's a different share. Mm-hmm. It's, it's not so much a how to. Mm-hmm. Yeah, as an I'm here. I'm still yeah. here.
1: You know, I'm still here, and you. It gets better. It does get better. Yeah, you. It, it's obviously challenges change as ages of
0: children change and lifestyle and responsibilities, but. But you do learn to maneuver and to manage and to function like with a little bit more grace, Mm -hmm. with more efficiency, hopefully with a little less drama, Mm -hmm. with more consistency. And all of that takes time and all of that takes practice and trial and error and just figuring out there is a way to do things. There's not one way to do things. There is a way for you to do things and you have to sort that out. And And that is why silly things like little three by five cards in a plastic Rubbermaid box can be really exciting because they can teach you something about yourself as a homemaker mm-hmm. and they can breathe um, fresh air into a, what feels like maybe an overwhelming or stagnant situation. It gives you a new way to do things. Hello, lovely homemakers. Are you ready to style your home like a pro? Then it's time to join the Old World Design Society. You can do that by visiting oldworld.parisianfarmgirl.com for your spring home design inspiration. Join my Old World Design Society now for as little as $5 a month. You will have access to one design class a month a private online forum full of professional designers and amateur home stylists just like yourself. You can learn from them, become friends with them, and you can choose to include a print or digital magazine with your society membership and watch your stylist skills grow. Become a member today by visiting oldworld.parisianfarmgirl.com or simply head over to the Homemaker Chic Instagram page and hit that red circle that says design. It's time to learn how to elevate your space and improve your knowledge of antiques and history and style your home like a pro. Visit oldworld.parisianfarmgirl.com. The Spring Magazine is shipping
1: now, and it's gorgeous, and classes are ready for you to join us. Hey friends, Shay here. If you've been needing a bit more encouragement and inspiration when it comes to cooking delicious food, I want to personally invite you right now to join the Elliott Homestead cooking community. Visit cook.theelliothomestead.com to get started. For the past four and a half years, I've encouraged women in the kitchens with whole food recipes and instructional cooking videos. As a cooking community member, you'll get five farm fresh inspired recipes each month created from my farm kitchen and delivered straight to you. I'll also send you an instructional cooking video to go along with each recipe so that you can learn new skills and begin to enjoy new dishes and flavors on your own table. Together, we'll cook dishes like burrata salad with prosciutto and lemon, baguettes, rigatoni with potato and peas, ricotta donuts with homemade lemon curd, green vegetable minestrone, and so much more. The cooking community is a place of inspiration and community where you can visit with other home cooks on our circle group or simply enjoy the bountiful recipes that you'll find each month in your mailbox or inbox. Visit com right now, choose the membership package that fits your needs best, and let's get cooking. Very much so. And homemaking, in whatever form that takes, because it does take a a lot of different forms for a lot of different people, Mm -hmm. it is a marathon. (laughs) So it's not like... Oh, yeah. This isn't like we're training for the Olympics and we get one shot at it. One and done. Right. You're looking at the next 50 or 60 years of work or more, Mm -hmm. Lord willing. Mm -hmm. And so in a way, that gives you, not in a way, it does. It gives you ample opportunity (laughs) to get good at it. And to like, let it be a a source of the good kind of pride, you know, Mm -hmm. the good kind where I'm accounting for things well, and I'm managing things well. When we were newlyweds, I kept all of our budget. I was in charge of all the bill paying and all the budget. And ladies, this was before online banking, (laughs) (laughs)
0: Was a thing. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Do you remember?
1: And I would have to sit down with my checkbook and I would have to balance our bank account, which means for you youngins that you would have a balance <laughs> yes. and then, oh, I spent $40 on gas. So now I have this amount minus $40. I actually have this amount in the bank account. And there was no real time. There was no online deposits or online transfers like You had to really manage, you had to manage it well, Mm -hmm. especially when you had as little of money, as money as we did. Like, Mm -hmm. I had to know when checks went through. Like, if a check lived out there and didn't get cashed straight away, I was like calling them, like, you need to put that through. You're going to be messing me up. (laughs) One of my biggest pet peeves still to this day. Like, when people don't cash checks, you need to cash it. Yeah. Right. But what I loved about that period of our life was we had so little money. I was working at the flower shop. I think I was making 10 dollars an hour. Stu was working at Fred Meyer stocking grocery shelves. I think he was making less than that. Whatever minimum wage in Washington was at the time, it was not a lot of mm-hmm. money. Um, but we were newlyweds and we were just so excited to be together and doing this mm-hmm. adult thing. And it made me have to be so incredibly diligent with the money. Mm-hmm. I literally had to know where every penny was, where we weren't going to make it. And I had it calculated like an egg costs this much. and This is how many we can eat a week.
0: You may have one day.
1: We shall split it. Payday's tomorrow. Right. <laughs> I mean, we just, I, I had it so dialed in. And while I would never, ever, Maybe some of you are there right now and hold strong because it does get better. I would never mm-hmm. want to go back to that time, but I love what I learned going through it. And I still miss the Shay that knew how to, like, really get in there with stuff. Do you know? So, like, you're the perfect example of this because you did this.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I actually am like really hot to do it. I know.
1: Again. You're like kind of like all I right. Start, I know I know this I, rodeo. <laughs> yeah,
0: yeah. You know, you know, when you're ready for change in your life, it's like for me, it's like palpable. It's a chemical. Uh-huh. I feel it. I'm like, okay, today's now change day. Now yep. I'm ready. Yep. Change change yep. day. And it's not once that happens, it's not hard. Um I mean it is. I don't mean to say it doesn't have its challenges. But anyways, um I Last night was my Netflix night. I get to watch Netflix and uh, I had just finished a show called Transatlantic, which I quite enjoyed um, because, you know, I like those World War II shows. And I just like, like, there's this show called like Your Rich Life. I think it's called. I don't know. I just, I'm going to just kind of give it a whirl. And it wasn't really that great of a show, but like all the talk about money and keeping track of crap got me really hot. Mm -hmm. And I just went to bed with my mind on fire, mm-hmm. like, okay, girlfriend, it's time to get out a sharp pencil and lock this shiz mm-hmm. down. <laughs>
1: like, I just got really excited. Mm-hmm. It's, um, been a, it's been a yeah. coupling between you and I, like, having more money than we had back in that day. Praise the Lord. Right. Okay. But it's mm-hmm. a combination of that and, at the same time, the internet and banking and online apps and... That grew into what it is now, right? And so mm-hmm. you don't have to have it as locked down as you did before because you can just open the app and be like, oh, that's what my balance is. Oh, but then maybe you're not combing through every transaction or you're not as aggressive at making sure that this subscription mm-hmm. gets stopped or that subscription. Um, And it, that doesn't mean you have to uh, s- necessarily spend less. It's, it's more like – You either control your money or it controls you, no matter Mm -hmm. if it's a small amount or a large amount,
0: period. Right. Well, what happened yesterday is we were talking and I opened up my phone and I looked on PayPal and a Hulu charge had gone through. And now because of the magazine, a lot of charges go through my PayPal. And so I don't see all of them. I would need to like scroll, you know, and I just saw this randomly. I'm like, what the Hulu? Why do we have Hulu? I mean, I don't use it. I, I didn't even know we had it. Maybe we got it to watch a show or mm-hmm. something. I don't know, but I'm paying $8.57 mm-hmm. or whatever it is a month, mm-hmm. you know?
1: Yep. I just told so Stu that, one of my summer projects is yeah. to get the office. I was telling Angela right before we recorded, we make our kids share bedrooms, and they are small bedrooms, but the boys have one and the girls have one and then our third bedroom is our tonal room which is super important for mental health and our office mm-hmm. our home office we have a lot of camera gear a lot of merchandise a lot of books and papers and packets and it's like your magazine it comes with a lot of paraphernalia yeah. our job stuff <laughs> right um cords but right. i have a system that I know what it is, but God help my family if I ever die. <laughs> because. Well, that's just
0: it, Shay. <laughs> Not like that is no joke. Know, but it is funny.
1: You're like, Where's mom? Where's mom with the bills? In this dirty black canvas. Can she just sho- shove them in there? It's so bad. So bad.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, there needs need to have like a, an Amy moment or something.
1: Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. It's an opportunity. And and that's the cool thing about being a homemaker is like there genuinely is ample opportunity for growth and discipline.
0: Yeah. And I think it's I mean don't bite it all off. That's why I was saying, like, what are what are some things that give you sanity? Right. I think I'm keen to like look at, look at the whole ordeal and go like, where are my pockets of insanity? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. What is causing me mental anguish? What's something big I can bite off? What's something small I can bite off? Um, But
1: you know, the bugger about that is that, for example, the bill situation, I have dialed this in and organized it and made it all sexy and yummy and got the highlighters and got the binders at some point. And then once you okay, now my attention's going to the laundry. I'm going to get real good at laundry. Mm-hmm. Oh, and now my attention's mm-hmm. going to meal planning. And that you do, you just have to circle back arounds right whip it back into shape which hopefully it's like the house it's like the it's house like how we started the conversation that's okay. exactly what? it yeah and it's not going to take it's not going to take me a ton of time i'm not building a system from the ground up i just need that mm-hmm. little 10 minute okay let's let's lock this up let's dial it in let's sharpen the pencils make sure it's all on track and then we go around mm-hmm. again <laughs> go to the next thing <laughs> right and it never ends in a good way (laughs) in a good way it doesn't but that's
0: you know um, but in doing that or in doing something like the the card system the she system you know you you do give yourself a break Mm -hmm. like if you're just looking at everything going I'm never gonna get all of this down well you know what you weren't designed to get it all down that's not the the point Mm -hmm. It is a marathon, like you said. Mm-hmm. It's just going to go until it doesn't go anymore. Mm-hmm. And so if you can give yourself like a break, mm-hmm. okay, Friday, you know what? There, I only have two cards on Friday mm-hmm. because it's Piano Lesson Day and that's the day I go thrifting. Exactly. So enjoy. Exactly. Okay? Let it go. Monday's cards will Exactly. Come. And that's
1: exactly what it gives you is it gives mm-hmm. you a mental break. Mm-hmm. So that you know you're doing the work. You're not being lazy. You're accounting for right. everything. And you're going to do it because you have self-discipline. You're going to get to Monday and you're going to do Monday's cards. And by yeah. the way, if the whole family comes down with the stomach flu, you take Monday's cards and you distribute them out through the rest of the week so that you can get to it when you need to get to it. I mean, yeah, right. you, you it's right. malleable. You make it work right. for you. And frankly... I want to go do it again right now. I know you're like, like I, I have The it. We're done with turn. this. I'm going to, I have to go to
0: town. <laughs> uh, and I'm thinking, okay, does Costco
1: have three by <laughs> five cards? <laughs> because um, this sounds fun. I think it'd be really nice to do, like, we started this conversation. It'd be really nice for you to do for those circle back around projects.
0: So Mm -hmm. I just had
1: to paint my kitchen door, my blue door. Well, I've had three years of little farm kids kicking it when they want to, when they've got a basket of eggs and they don't have a hand free to open the door, right? Or ducks getting into the compost and splashing it. So I scrubbed it all clean and put a fresh coat of paint on and it Uh felt so nice because that's the door that people come in to come to my house. For whatever reason, they come in the kitchen door and- Those small things. Yeah, once a year. Hey, maybe this year you just need to scrub it clean. Maybe it might need a fresh coat of paint. Again, it took me 10 Mm -hmm. minutes to paint it. I'm a pretty Mm. casual painter, but it took me (laughs) 10 minutes. It's great. (laughs) Joel can't ever come to my house. He would judge me. (laughs) That's funny. Are there pieces from... Old, I call her Old Ange. Angela and I have had this conversation many times. Um, okay. You say, okay, I'm talking about you. Stop yawning. <laughs> I know. Keep <laughs> talking. Um, are there other pieces of Old Ange that you miss that you feel like you want to bring back? Uh...
0: Yeah, I feel like I've lost my way a little bit with food. I think I want to go back to meet, to met, like a really hardcore menu,
2: because
0: mm. I mean, I know there's listeners that will resonate with this. Some, sometimes I just get in this space where I'm like, "There's only four recipes <laughs> in That's the whole it. world. There's nothing else to make in the it's whole like world." She should
1: join the cooking <laughs> you know, community. It's like the or cooking something. community, right?
0: <laughs> no, it's just in my mind. I know I know the recipes. I know they're out there. But sometimes I just get like a little like, you know, it's like a haircut. Like, how many different hairstyles can you have? You know? Well, no, that's not true. There's actually a lot of different mm-hmm. hairstyles. But I just feel like sort of in a rut. And I do, I think, I haven't decided yet. I think I miss my spreadsheet, my menu oh. spreadsheet. Because I have kids like you do that they, they want to know. know and, and then it's one less thing for me to think about. So, right. And my, my kids helped so much in the kitchen that it would be nice if they could look at it and go, okay, I'm going to start spearheading that.
2: Mm-hmm. So. so,
0: a couple of years
1: ago, I think it was a couple of years ago, we went back down and visited Stuart's family for our annual mm-hmm. beach trip. And then when we were coming home on the plane, I had brought my computer and I spent the five hour flight menu planning for the next three months. I mean what is it about coming home dinner? from somewhere that just makes your fangs? I don't fall? know. But it was also the end of August. So like we were coming back yeah. and jumping into oh, yeah. school and You're I was going just like season, yeah, baby. Right? Yeah, <laughs> baby. Not only yeah. did I plan breakfast, lunch, and dinner, which is great because you you do get to like make sure you have variation within variety. Breakfast. Exactly. Okay. So like we're gonna have puff pancake mm-hmm. one day for breakfast. They were gonna have sausage scrambled eggs the next day, or like, you know, so that People don't get bored, and I always tried to incorporate like mm-hmm. one fresh baked thing, like maybe I'll make scones on Saturday or Sunday or something. But, um, but then I also on the same. So let's say we're gonna have tuna sandwiches on Tuesday for lunch. Well, then on Monday mm-hmm. it would have Monday's menu, but then underneath it would have start bread. Oh yeah, right? I would do that too. Take me Take out of me freezer, out of start freezer bread, thing. Thaw so berries. You know, the like tasks. whatever written out yes at the appropriate time throughout the week and i'll tell you i have look it gives me chill bumps look at i just (laughs) it was so helpful it was so helpful it's just work i mean it's work on the front end and
0: yeah yeah. it's that choose your heart yeah like the work's gonna happen you're either gonna be running around your kitchen Like a chicken with its head cut off. Spending way too much money on takeout. Spending way too much money running hot water over the berries. You know, like
1: it is. It's gonna happen. It's work on both. It's work on both ends.
0: Um, What about incorporating the menu into the she system?
1: I actually really like menu planning on Sundays, so we keep Mm -hmm. Sundays really chill. It is the Sabbath, and mm-hmm. we, like, come home from church and put on sweatpants and, like, right hang out.
2: <laughs>
1: mm-hmm. um, and so it's my time where I'll, like, I'll gather my cookbooks around me or, like, magazines that have come in the mail that week or, you know, I just spend time kind of, like, right. enjoying that. So I actually really mm-hmm. like – I usually sit down with my planner Sunday night and look at the week ahead. What do I just kind of mentally need to prepare for? What schedule do I need to keep? And I'll just sort of, I enjoy writing up the menu for the week. But I've gotten away from doing breakfast and lunch. But now that summer is coming, um, it's time for that. Holy <laughs> cow. Yeah. Um, speaking of summertime, let's cue that wine music. Speaking because of. because oh, No, let's yesterday do. Yesterday was Sunday, and I sat outside. My little lawn chair, and just sipped a glass of bubbly in the sun, and it was so wonderful—a magical moment. Brought to you by Dry Farm Wines.
0: <laughs> <laughs> okay, I want to share share this with you that we okay. had this weekend. Um, DryFarmWines.com forward slash Homemaker Chic. If you've never ordered, or maybe maybe it's time know, to rev it up, up again your for summer. Maybe it's time to rev it up yeah. again um you're gonna get an extra bottle for a penny so friends you can do this monthly you can do in one-time order but you can do three six nine twelve bottles red white bubbly rosé for those of you that like to drink rosé after a hard day of gardening do that um sorry a, a free bottle of wine it's it's free they just charge you a penny for legal purposes but that's a big deal okay so this is what we had this weekend and you're the Italian, so
1: I'm zero percent Italian. Archetipo.
0: L'Architipo, I know. I can't even. Uh, I just can't
1: read it. Sorry.
0: Can you do that one?
1: I don't
0: know. No. L'Architipo, That's what we're gonna call it. That's a terrible pronunciation. <laughs> um. But this is from um, Puglia, and it's a red wine, and it's uh, Agli Aglianico. Aglianico is the grape variety. Hmm which I'd never heard oh, of. interesting. Um, mm-hmm. So this is sort of down. Puglia is like kind of down in the arch of the boot. Mm-hmm. It's down so there. So just, yeah, upper left of the heel. Um, and it was a red wine. And I have my request with Dry Farm. I told them, I like big reds. Don't send me any sweet, girly reds. I don't want those. I want the big reds. So this is what there they you say.
1: you go. Mm -hmm. I had one from there recently. It had a red wax seal. It was French, and I cannot remember the name of it, but I'll try to because I drank it, and I was like, uh, Angela would love this wine.
0: I know which one you're talking about. It's been coming lately. The
1: red wax seal one has been coming lately. Yeah. And did you like it?
0: I know which one. Okay. I did. Yeah. There you go. I did. So dryfarmwines.com forward slash homemaker chic. Uh Get a bottle mm-hmm. for a penny
1: with your order And it seriously and do. it may it's, seem like silly time. but I keep a little wine cabinet, which is a Craigslist dresser that I painted and turned into a wine cabinet. And I keep all my little dry farm bottles um lined up in it and they get dusty, which I don't mind. Um, but it's like I've found a stew and I have gotten older. I don't know if this makes us sound really old, but like we don't even really drink beer anymore. Like we each will drink a glass of wine, and
2: mm-hmm.
1: then that's that. <laughs> Thanks, honey. Um,
0: he didn't bring. He her didn't wine bring me wine. He brought coffee. me a latte.
1: <laughs> Thank you. Yeah, thumbs up. I love uh, that mug. Um, Great. So this, I both of these mugs are made by uh, Al at the winery. To your local guy, Okay. and he really makes amazing pottery. And I just was up there last week and I said, Al, I kind of want to get into pottery, which by the way, on Instagram, y'all brought it. You had so much fun sending us pottery stuff, which I loved. Mm It seemed to really strike a chord. I had another pottery class last week, by the way. Um, But anyway, here's what Al told me to do. And he is he has been doing this for many years. He's very good at it. He said, buy a wheel and he had a brand that I Mm -hmm. can't remember now so that's not helpful but buy a (laughs) wheel buy a thing of clay they're like $20 for like 30 pound blocks of clay which by the way I learned they strip mine it sounds so like of the earth and natural and it's not they strip mine this clay and then they add a bunch of chemicals to make it the right consistency so that's a bit of a bummer Maybe you could find like artisan clay for eighteen times the price. Um
0: My kids dig it out of the ground here. They get so excited. They're always making like bowls yeah. and yeah. stuff. They get yeah. giddy. Mm-hmm.
1: It must they must like like everything, they make it so it's a certain consistency every single time and those for
0: sure. Yeah.
1: Um
0: unlike dry Yeah. <laughs>
1: Dry farm does not strip mine. <laughs> um anyway, he said buy a wheel and okay. buy a thing of clay, which is like $20, and just wedge it and center it. And then try to make something, take it off because it won't work. Wedge it again and center it because you have to get your clay to stick to the perfect center of the wheel. Or it'll go. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, I thought that was a great encouragement. He said, he literally said, spend a year doing that. Because in that time, your hands get used to the dexterity. You get the dexterity of being with the clay, of touching it. He's like, don't fire anything. Don't really try aggressively to make anything. Just learn how your fingers should be on the clay. Learn how it feels. Learn how it feels when it's a little too wet. Learn how it feels when it's a little too dry. When you wedge it, you're trying to get out any air pockets that could... Totally mm-hmm. ruin it when you're trying to throw something. Um, and by centering it, then you have, once you get really good at that, then you can actually make something and you won't lose your project to it being off center. Anyway, if anyone's going cool. to get into it, I thought that doesn't sound so bad because you don't need a kiln right? or glazes or all this fancy stuff. Just like start with the No, oh, you can just be messy and just fun for a while. Just with the basics. Yeah. Take the pressure off yourself. You know, have fun with it
0: mm-hmm anyway i think take the pressure off is kind of the theme of this episode hmm. like make do things strategically with wisdom to take the pressure yeah. off yourself
1: do, yeah mm-hmm. yes that is exactly where the homemaking has gone for me where it's do less better mm-hmm. and i think when you're starting out you're so where are we going with all this where could this lead, right. you know? And then you do get to a certain point, I think, where it's not so much about just crazy rapid growth and building.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Now it's it's the details of it that I, re- right. I really desire to get right. So a, a couple of seasons ago, I shared how to dry clean your clothes at home. I don't like using dry cleaners for one; they're crazy expensive. It's just straight up, poison and it's though. poison, I mean. right? Yeah. So yeah, Stu gave me his really beautiful tweed suit jacket, and it's a dry clean only jacket. Needed to be cleaned, and I was like, I got this. Like, I know how to do this, and that feeling was so wonderful Mm -hmm. it's so small like insignificant in the world but not that's not an insignificant sensation for the homemaker to feel in her home that's what fuels Mm -hmm. us to keep going when you feel like competence yeah yeah, acquisition yeah yeah when you feel like hey the kids are up and i know Roughly, what's going to happen next? And I'm prepared for it. (laughs) (laughs) Roughly. Roughly. (laughs) I'm roughly prepared. Life's a little, it's a little bit unpredictable, right? People get sick. Mm -hmm. Stuff comes up. Cars break down. That's okay.
0: Well, but it all, all the more reason to have it dialed in and paced and have the other areas pacing Mm -hmm. At a speed yeah. that that keeps you from being overwhelmed, that keeps you from being unorganized, because then those things do plop into life, and you're like, "Okay, mm-hmm. mm-hmm. I'm gonna take Monday's card, put, put it, it in Friday. Friday."
1: Yeah, Monday's a little yep. busier than I thought because of dentist appointments. So, but all this stuff still needs to be done, right? Like, mm-hmm. you still need to water your houseplants, still need to wash your laundry. Still need to go grocery shopping. Right. Um, I am a very emotionally led person and I want nothing more than to take the entire day to make <laughs> a new She-Box. I cannot do that today, but I want to. Just wanted to put it out there. <laughs> I can't either. <laughs> it sounds really fun. Um this is a slight rabbit trail to what we were talking about before, but mm-hmm. you were talking about if you go into your closet and it's totally messy, mm-hmm. it just totally sets your day off. If there are listeners who are like, oh, I don't even want to talk about my closet or my wardrobe or whatever. Mm-hmm. We've kind of talked about how to get the home stuff in order. Like, how what do they do with that?
0: With their closet? Mm-hmm. Hashtag oh asking gosh. for a
1: friend. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I went to go dress this morning. I'm like, okay, probably time to take the wool sweaters out. Those aren't doing you much good. And if you take all the winter yeah. stuff out, oh, you have two pitted out tank tops from last year. Hmm. Great.
0: <laughs> no, this is the time of year where it's like, I think it's really important to be ready because you never know when that first hot day is Mm going to come or, you know, like it's just like a lot of us are going to experience or have experienced like a really dramatic weather change really quick. Um, I mean, my closet is organized. I have, uh, I'll just tell you what I've done. So I have um, those sort of velvety Mm -hmm. hangers because I don't want plastic hangers in my closet. It needs to feel pretty. Um, I have it organized by clothing type. So my pants are together, my skirts are together, long sleeve t-shirts, get hung up, blouses, blazers, dresses. And then I have a little section for like what I would wear under blazers and that's where I wear blazers a lot because I get hot and I do pit things out. So I wear like, I have like a lot of camis and tank tops and, and stuff. So those are on hangers. And then... Um, I've gone to like a TJ Maxx or Home Goods or whatever, and I buy those fun boxes, those cardboard boxes. Mm-hmm. Um, and I have one for belts. I have one That's a good idea. for scarves. All my all my scarves are ironed and flat and ready to wear. Um I have one for spikes. <laughs> <laughs> so I can apparently I need one for bras because I can never find my bras. Um then I have tubs for, I have two tubs, one for purses that I don't use that often, but that I like, like little vintage clutches or whatever, and one for um, shoes that I don't wear that much, but I don't really want to mm-hmm. get rid of. So then they're not like in circulation. Mm-hmm. Um, my Princess Diana sweater that was very expensive, my black sheep sweater um, I have in a box because we do struggle with moths. And then... Um, even today, I'm going out to get more of the little like cedar hooks mm-hmm. to help to help with the moths in the closet. And sorry, I'm like mm-hmm. looking at it, just trying to. I
1: love the idea of boxes because there are always those little like little, little things.
0: things. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then it, in the, I have an armware in our bedroom and that's where I keep like my grubs. Mm-hmm. So I have a drawer with my bathing suits. I have like one slot that's just like nasty gardening mm-hmm. clothes, one slot that's my workout clothes I don't put that with my clothing for me is like food so it needs to be inspiring mm-hmm. I mean I don't really have an expensive wardrobe but it's when it's all organized it looks mm-hmm. pretty it makes me feel pretty oh look at your shoes oh you could put this outfit mm-hmm. together so um I don't want like my grubby crap in there I want my wardrobe to feel like a wardrobe like a grown right. woman's wardrobe and right. so I like it to be aesthetically pleasing to me when I open the mm-hmm. door, and that's why I like mm-hmm. to keep it mm-hmm. clean. So
1: Maybe we should have Jen on soon to talk about her 10-item wardrobe, because um, what I love about the idea of having... You've been cultivating yours for a long time, but I know...
0: See, and that's my problem, is like, my style's been the same for right. so long, oh my God, I ain't have no 10 right. pieces, because I don't buy something and then go, I hate this, that wasn't right. me. That's not right. But I know I'm kind of weird. No,
1: it's just no, it's not weird. I don't think I think there are plenty of people who keep their wardrobe like that. And then I think you see the opposite where people are like, I just need stuff, good stuff to wear for spring. You know, Mm -hmm. and maybe they don't think about it in in such a same like cumulative kind of a way. Right. Right. You just need to go and make sure you have nice non pitted out T-shirts for the season ahead or a new pair of shorts or a new bathing suit, for example.
0: Mm-hmm. This is this.
1: Mm-hmm. So, we were talking about going to the beach this year again with Stu's family. And I said, I need to get a new bathing suit. He's like, You just got one. I said, Stu, that was five years ago. It's been five years. You haven't bought a bathing suit in five and years. And so it's like, But it's like, oh, but that just happened. It's like, no. <laughs> Actually, I did the math. <laughs> Wait, I just want to
0: clarify you just, you have not bought a bathing,
1: suit in, bought five a bathing suit in five years. So, boobs have changed. I hate to say, unfortunately not for the better. (laughs) Oh, my gosh. Well,
0: to be fair, like we go to the beach every day in the summer and I can't wear the same rancid bathing suit.
1: Yeah, it's just I have a super small wardrobe. I am one of those people. I have super limited shoes, but it's time to just Mm. sort of look at it, pull out what's not working, bleach the white sneakers, get some new shoelaces those are those small little things if you can just like oh, cycle yeah. them in circle back around. Yeah. You know, it's not that I hate my shoes, yeah. it's just that they need some new ten- uh, some new laces. You know? We can do it, mm-hmm. ladies. Mm-hmm. So a lot of tasks, we can do it, but we can organize it and we can do it. The end. Okay. Happy Monday. The end. <laughs> Good luck. <laughs> Make sure to check out all the links for sponsors for dry farm wines over on Instagram. You can follow us, Homemaker Chic mm-hmm. Podcast. There's links there and little swipe ups that you can learn a little bit more about the companies that we've partnered with this season. And uh, have a great week. Have a great, productive, wonderful, calm, and peaceful week.
0: Absolutely.
1: We'll okay. See you next Cheers. week. Cheers. Cheers.